0: Welcome to an LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading Companion to The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Come Follow Me Studies I am your host, Tricia Haney This week's episode covers Doctrine and Covenants sections 133 and 134 Prepare ye for the coming of the Bridegroom If you haven't already, please join me for my new podcast, Meditative Reading the Book of Mormon. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you. The warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to incorporate movement by stretching or moving the body part before relaxing it. Or you can choose to remain still. Soften your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Scan your body for any places that you still might be holding tension and release it. If you are sitting, straighten your spine, lift your chin, and drop your shoulders. Continue to soften your body while your breathing deepens. Doctrine and Covenants, section 133, verses one through 35. Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, November 3rd, 1831. Prefacing this revelation, Joseph Smith's history states, At this time there were many things which elders desired to know relative to preaching the gospel to the inhabitants of the earth and concerning the gathering, and in order to walk by the true light and be instructed from on high. On the 3rd of November, 1831, I inquired of the Lord and received the following important revelation. This section was first added to the Book of Doctrine and Covenants as an appendix and was subsequently assigned a section number. Hearken, O ye people of my church, saith the Lord your God, and hear the word of the Lord concerning you. The Lord who shall suddenly come to his temple, the Lord who shall come down upon the world, with a curse to judgment, yea, upon all the nations that forget God, and upon all the ungodly among you. For he shall make bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of their God. Wherefore, prepare ye, prepare ye, O my people, sanctify yourselves, Gather ye together, O ye people of my church, upon the land of Zion, all ye that have not been commanded to tarry. Go ye out from Babylon, be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. Call your solemn assemblies, and speak often one to another, and let every man call upon the name of the Lord. Yea, verily I say unto you again, The time has come when the voice of the Lord is unto you. Go ye out of Babylon, gather ye out from among the nations, from the four winds, from the ends of heaven to the other. Send forth the elders of my church unto the nations, which are afar off, unto the islands of the sea. Send forth unto foreign lands. Call upon all nations, first upon the Gentiles, and then upon the Jews. And behold and lo this shall be their city and the voice of the lord unto all people go ye forth unto the land of zion that the borders of my people may be enlarged that her stakes may be strengthened and that zion may go forth unto the regions round about yea let the cry go forth among all people awake and arise and go forth to meet the bridegroom behold and lo The Bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Prepare yourselves for the great day of the Lord. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour. Let them therefore, who are among the Gentiles, flee unto Zion. And let them who be of Judah flee unto Jerusalem, unto the mountains of the Lord's house. Go ye out from among the nations, even from Babylon, from the midst of wickedness, which is spiritual Babylon. But verily thus saith the Lord, Let not your flight be in haste, but let all things be prepared before you. And he that goeth, let him not look back, lest sudden destruction shall come upon him. Hearken and hear, O ye habitants of the earth. Listen, ye elders of my church, together, and hear the voice of the Lord. For he calleth upon all men, and he commandeth all men everywhere to repent. For behold, the Lord God hath sent forth the angel, crying through the midst of heaven, saying, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make his path straight, for the hour of his coming is nigh. When the Lamb shall stand upon Mount Zion, and with him a hundred and forty-four thousand, having his father's name written on their foreheads. Wherefore, prepare ye for the coming of the bridegroom. Go ye, go ye out to meet him. For behold, he shall stand upon the Mount of Olivet, and upon the mighty ocean, even the great deep, and upon the islands of the sea, and upon the land of Zion. And he shall utter his voice out of Zion, and he shall speak from Jerusalem, and his voice shall be heard among all people. And it shall be a voice as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of great thunder, which shall break down the mountains, and the valleys shall not be found. He shall command the great deep, and it shall be driven back into the north countries, and the islands shall become one land. And the land of Jerusalem and the land of Zion shall be turned back into their own place and the earth shall be like as it was in the days before it was divided. And the Lord, even the Savior, shall stand in the midst of His people, and shall reign over all flesh. And they who are in the north countries shall come in remembrance before the Lord, and their prophets shall hear His voice, and shall no longer stay themselves. And they shall smite the rocks, and the ice shall flow down at their presence and the highway shall be cast up in the midst of the great deep. Their enemies shall become a prey unto them. And in the barren desert there shall come forth pools of living water, and the parched ground shall no longer be a thirsty land. And they shall bring forth their rich treasures unto the children of Ephraim my servants. And the boundaries of the everlasting hill shall tremble at their presence. And there shall they fall down and be crowned with glory, even in Zion, by the hands of the servants of the Lord, even the children of Ephraim. And they shall be filled with songs of everlasting joy. Behold, this is the blessing of the everlasting God upon the tribes of Israel, and the richer blessings upon the heads of Ephraim and his fellows. And they also of the tribe of Judah After their pain shall be sanctified in holiness before the Lord to dwell in his presence day and night for ever and ever. Doctrine and Covenants section one hundred and thirty three verses thirty six through seventy four. And now, verily, saith the Lord, that these things might be known among you, O inhabitants of the earth. I have sent forth mine angels, flying through the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, who hath appeared unto some, and hath committed it unto man, who shall appear unto many that dwell on the earth. And this gospel shall be preached unto every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people. And the servants of God shall go forth, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment is come. And worship Him that made heaven and earth, and the seas and the fountains of water, calling upon the name of the Lord day and night, saying, O that Thou wouldst rend the heavens, that Thou wouldst come down, that the mountains might flow down at Thy presence and it shall be answered upon their heads. For the presence of the Lord shall be as the melting fire that burneth, and as the fire which causeth the waters to boil. O Lord, Thou shalt come down to make Thy name known to Thine adversaries, and all nations that tremble at Thy presence. When Thou doest terrible things, things they look not for, yea, when Thou comest down, and the mountains flow down at thy presence, thou shalt meet him who rejoiceth and worketh righteousness, who remembereth thee in thy ways. For since the beginning of the world have not men heard nor perceived by the ear, neither hath any eye seen, O God, besides thee. How great things thou hast prepared for him that waiteth for thee! And it shall be said, Who is this that cometh down from God in heaven, with dyed garments, yea, from the regions which are not known, clothed in glorious apparel, traveling in greatness of his strength? And he shall say, I am he who spake in righteousness, mighty to save. And the Lord shall be red in his apparel, and his garments like him that treadeth in the wine vat. And so great shall be the glory of his presence, that the sun shall hide his face in shame, and the moon shall withhold its light, and the stars shall be hurled from their places, and his voice shall be heard. I have trodden the winepress alone, I have brought judgment upon all people, and none were with me. And I have trampled them in my fury, and I did tread upon them in mine anger, and their blood I have sprinkled upon my garments, and stained all my raiment. For this was the day of vengeance which was in my heart. And now the year of my redeemed is come, and they shall mention the loving-kindness of their Lord, and all that he has bestowed upon them according to his goodness, and according to his loving-kindness for ever and ever. In all their afflictions he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. And in his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and bore them, and carried them all the days of old. Yea, and Enoch also, and they who were with him, the prophets who were before him, and Noah also, and they who were before him, and Moses also, and they who were before him. And from Moses to Elijah, and from Elijah to John, who were with Christ in his resurrection, and the holy apostles, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, shall be in the presence of the Lamb. And the graves of the saints shall be opened, and they shall come forth and stand on the right hand of the Lamb. And when he shall stand upon Mount Zion, and upon the holy city of New Jerusalem, and they shall sing the song of the Lamb day and night for ever and ever. And for this cause, that men might be made partakers of the glories which were to be revealed, the Lord sent forth the fullness of his gospel, his everlasting covenant, reasoning in plainness and simplicity, to prepare the week for those things which are coming on the earth, and for the Lord's errand in the day. When the weak shall confound the wise, and the little ones become a strong nation, and two shall put their tens of thousands to flight. And by the weak things of the earth the Lord shall thresh the nations by the power of the Spirit. And for this cause these commandments were given. They were commanded to be kept from the world in the day that they were given, but now are to go forth unto all flesh and this according to the mind and will of the Lord, who ruleth over all flesh. And unto him that repenteth and sanctifieth himself before the Lord shall be given eternal life. And upon them that hearken not to the voice of the Lord shall be fulfilled that which was written by the prophet Moses, that they should be cut off from among the people, and also that which was written by the prophet Malachi, For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. Wherefore this shall be the answer of the Lord unto them. In the day when I came unto mine own, no man among you received me, and you were driven out. And when I called again, there was none of you to answer. Yet my arm was not shortened, at all that I could not redeem, neither my power to deliver. Behold, at my rebuke I dry up the sea, I make the rivers a wilderness, their fish stink and die for thirst. I clothe the heavens with blackness, and make sackcloth their covering, and this ye shall have of my hand ye shall lie down in sorrow. Behold and lo, there are none to deliver you, for ye obey not my voice when I called to you out of the heavens. Ye believed not my servants, and when they were sent unto you, you received them not. Wherefore, they sealed up the testimony, and bound up the law, and ye were delivered over unto darkness. These shall go away into outer darkness, where there is weeping, and wailing, and gnashing of teeth. Behold, the Lord your God hath spoken it. Amen. Doctrine and Covenants section 134 A declaration of belief regarding governments and laws in general adopted by unanimous vote at a General Assembly of the Church, held at Kirtland, Ohio, August 17, 1835. Many saints gathered together to consider the proposed contents of the first edition of the Doctrine and Covenants. At that time, this declaration was given the following preamble, that our belief with regard to earthly governments and laws in general, may not be misinterpreted nor misunderstood. We have thought proper to present, at the close of this volume, our opinion concerning the same. We believe that governments were instituted of God for the benefit of man, and that He holds men accountable for their acts in relation to them, both in making laws and administering them, for the good and safety of society. We believe that no government can exist in peace, except such laws are framed and held inviolate and will secure to each individual the free exercise of conscience, the right and control of property, and the protection of life. We believe that all governments necessarily require civil officers and magistrates to enforce the laws of the same, and that such as will administer the law in equity and justice should be sought for and upheld by the voice of the people, if a republic, or the will of the sovereign. We believe that religion is instituted of God, and that men are amenable to Him, and to Him only, for the exercise of it, unless their religious opinions prompt them to infringe upon the rights and liberties of others. But we do not believe that human law has a right to interfere in prescribing rules of worship to bind the conscience of men, nor dictate forms of public or private devotion, that the civil magistrate should restrain crime, but never control conscience, should punish guilt, but never suppress the freedom of the soul. We believe that all men are bound to sustain and uphold the respective governments in which they reside while protected in their inherent and inalienable rights by the laws of such governments, and that sedition and rebellion are unbecoming every citizen thus protected, and should be punished accordingly, and that all governments have a right to enact such laws, as in their own judgment, are best calculated to secure the public interest, at the same time, however, holding sacred the freedom of conscience. We believe that every man should be honored in his station, rulers and magistrates as such, being placed for the protection of the innocent and the punishment of the guilty, and that to the laws all men owe respect and deference, as without them peace and harmony would be supplanted by anarchy and terror. Human laws being instituted for the express purpose of regulating our interests, as individuals and nations, between man and man, and divine laws given of heaven, prescribing rules on spiritual concerns, for faith and worship, both to be answered by man to his Maker. We believe that rulers, states, and governments have a right, and are bound to enact laws for the protection of all citizens. In the free exercise of their religious belief but we do not believe that they have a right in justice to deprive citizens of this privilege or proscribe them in their opinions so long as a regard and reverence are shown to the laws as such religious opinions do not justify sedition nor conspiracy we believe that the commission of crime should be punished according to the nature of the offense that murder, treason, robbery, theft, and the breach of general peace in all respects should be punished according to their criminality and their tendency to evil among men by the laws of that government in which the offense is committed. And for the public peace and tranquility, all men should step forward and use their ability in bringing offenders against good laws to punishment. We do not believe it just to mingle religious influence with civil government whereby one religious society is fostered and another proscribed in its spiritual privileges and the individual rights of its members and citizens denied. We believe that all religious societies have a right to deal with their members for disorderly conduct according to the rules and regulations of such societies. Provided that such dealings be for fellowship and good standing. But we do not believe that any religious society has authority to try men on the rights of property or life, to take from them this world's goods, or to put them in jeopardy of either life or limb, or to inflict any physical punishment upon them. They can only excommunicate them from their society and withdraw from them their fellowship. We believe that men should appeal to the civil law for redress of all wrongs and grievances, where personal abuse is inflicted, or the right of property or character infringed, where such laws exist as will protect the same. But we believe that all men are justified in defending themselves, their friends and property, and the government, from the unlawful assaults and encroachments of all persons in times of exigency, where immediate appeal cannot be made to the laws and relief afforded. We believe it just to preach the gospel to the nations of the earth and to warn the righteous to save themselves from the corruption of the world. But we do not believe it right to interfere with bond servants, neither preach the gospel to nor baptize them, Contrary to the will and wish of their masters, nor to meddle with or influence them in the least to cause them to be dissatisfied with their situation in this life, thereby jeopardizing the lives of men. Such interferences we believe to be unlawful and unjust, and dangerous to the peace of every government allowing human beings to be held in servitude. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.